Hey there, Cube Nerds. Thanks for downloading episode 26, uh, I think it's 26, of the Cube Nerds podcast. So on this episode, the know-it-all employee I mentioned on the last episode, he had a little bit of a health issue, wasn't able to record with me last week. So we talk about his health about the first 15 minutes or so, and uh, right now on Instagram, you should be able to see a picture of the his face and just the damage that was done. Um, and you get to hear all about it. So it's a little little gruesome for the first 15 minutes or so. And then we uh, spend the rest, probably about the next half an hour, talking about the future. And, and I know we talked about the future before. But the future we talked about was the future after work. The future we talk about now is the future during work. I bring up how difficult it is to leave my current job for another job if the pay's not there. Because I don't know, you know, is that is that better for the future? And will I be happier? And also, we talk about if your job is safe from the future, with the advancements in technology and what the future holds. Is your profession safe? So enjoy. Let me know. Uh, let us know what you think. All right. I mentioned last episode that you know you had some kind of health issues going on. So uh, so now you're back. Yep. Still, I guess you're not back in the office yet, though, right? Um, actually, I'm working, but uh, remotely, just uh-huh. because um, it's a little bit easier that way. But um, it's the most bizarre thing. So um, it's not like a normal kind of problem that anybody would have. So just just to recap real quickly what happened, uh-huh. I went to the dentist. Yeah, fill us in because the, the, the <laughs> fill us in because the pictures you showed us were brutal. That's all we have to go off. Yeah, the whole yes. side. Of, I mean, I don't. I don't want to post your face, but the whole <laughs> no, side you of your not face. Post my face. Yeah, your whole cheek is black and blue, and and just gruesome. Like, like I told you, I've seen fighters come out of uh, prize fights better than that. Yeah, yeah. Well, so again, fill us- it was just bizarre. So I I went to the dentist office for a cleaning, just a cleaning. No cavities, no abscesses, no root canal, just a cleaning. The dentist himself did the cleaning since he sent the uh, uh, <laughs> the assistant home. And so it's going okay. It doesn't really hurt at all. There's a lot of blood, but you can have that with gingivitis and things like that. <clears throat> anyway, behind one of the molars, uh, he put that little stick thing down a little too far, and that did hurt. But not that bad. Uh-huh. So anyway, he's finished. I looked down at the bib, um, the dental bib. He's like, oh, looks like the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Because oh, I'm just God. blood all over the thing. Oh, my but God. You, you get that from some cleaning sometimes if you haven't been taking care of your gums. Not compared to a massacre. Jeez Louise. <laughs> <laughs> well, it started that night uh, when I got home. Uh, when I woke up the next morning, the pillow's covered in blood. And that that had never happened before. Normally, you get a little blood during the cleaning, and then it's gone. But didn't happen again. Uh, went back to work. Everything was fine. And then two days later, I noticed that I've got a bruise on my cheek. Just a bruise. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if that had something to do with the cleaning. Maybe he interrupted something there. Uh-huh. Well, within a day or two, it started to swell. And it became rather noticeable, as if I, like, had a tumor or something. And um, so what had been happening, evidently, is that uh, the blood, instead of draining out through your mouth, 
uh, have been going the other way inside my cheek. Oh, man. Oh, my God. So it built up this hematoma, which was got bigger and bigger. And um, Shit. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to go away rather quickly. So I called the dentist back again on that Friday, and I'm like, this is getting a little out of hand. And I, I go in, and he's like, gee, I think maybe you should go to the ER. I'm like, what? Oh, my God. Yeah, I can't um, well, I'll, I'll tell you what. Why don't you go to – because now I'm panicking because I wasn't expecting to drive anywhere. I thought he was going to give me some medication or whatever. Um, so he sends me to the oral surgeon. The oral surgeon takes uh, one of those wraparound um, x-rays. And you're like, oh, the teeth are great. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> there's no problem there. There's no abscesses, nothing like that. So I'll subscribe you an antibiotic. Okay. And um, so anyway, my wife comes home after a long day of uh, work. And she's like, okay, I'm not going to be able to sleep unless we go to the emergency room. Because <laughs> it's looking really freaky. Like, yeah. Okay, no problem. So we go to the emergency room. They get us in on a cot in the hallway. Out of worst. Hours. <laughs> uh, they do um, one of those CAT scan things and uh, do a big write-up. <clears throat> Basically, they just say, well, yeah, it's full of blood. And your body will self-absorb it. We don't really have any way to drain it. Uh, here's some more antibiotics. So they okay. put us there for a day or two. And by the time I got out, it had gotten worse again. And worse, and it really hurt. And oh, the it only looked, prescription, like uh, they wouldn't let me take any painkillers besides Tylenol. How come? And I, um, it just um, it affects your liver if you take too much oh. of the stuff. They said, well, we can give you Tylenol or narcotics. And uh, <laughs> you said I didn't narcotics. Really feel like getting hooked on narcotics. But while I was there, I did let them give me a shot of morphine, which mm. did nothing. Oof. Yeah, and then another shot three hours later, which did nothing. Wow. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, all right, well, let's stop that. So they gave me a different one after that, which did work for about three hours. And then um, they that gave lot, me another that's shot of it. Stuff. Yes, that's right. That's <clears> good stuff. When I had a kidney stone, I went to the hospital, and I was like, man, I can see how people can get hooked on this shit. I'm on clouds right now. Well, it worked effectively the first time, but the second time, it didn't take away all the pain, and it only lasted two hours. Oh, shit. And I uh, was like, all right, this is the law of diminishing returns. Why would I risk of getting addicted to something that's not doing anything already? Yeah. So I stopped that. Anyway. So, the only nice part was that I didn't have to wear a gown. I could just keep my clothes on. <laughs> yeah, because it's only <laughs> face, right, thankfully. Yeah. So now it's just a matter of just taking medicine and just <laughs> letting it pass? Well, actually, um, um, I, 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 they were like, well, you know, uh, one to three months. <laughs> what? One to three months? Yeah. And Because <laughs> by that time, the, the bruise had, you know, it was just to my cheek. But by that time, it had gone all the way up, half closed one of my eyes, and oh, then went God. down to my mouth, and then down and uh, doubled the size of my neck. And ran right across my face and then down my chest. All of it bruising. Oh my god! It was like, oh my god! Yeah, exactly. So I went to a ear, nose, and throat specialist. Prop this. He said, um, "Yeah, you probably don't want to drain it, but 
He said it came from a, 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 metal, a dental cleaning. And I said, yes. <clears throat> she said, well, let's take a look inside your mouth. Like, ooh, that's all raw and everything. If I it was crop, crawling inside the mouth, too. If I crop most of your face out of this picture, can I put it online? <laughs> oh, my God, don't do that. I'll crop yeah, out your I guess head. so. But, uh, yeah, we can uh, only really see your nose and... Here, I'll, I'll send it to you so that way you can see what, because, uh, yeah, because that's something to, to talk about, just so everybody gets to, a feel on what the hell exactly is going on. And Eesh. again, it's just a, a dental appointment that went the wrong way. I thought it was toxic shock system, a toxic, geez. Shock syndrome? Yeah. Yes, toxic shock syndrome, <laughs> because um, you remember um, Clive Barker? The yeah, yeah, we, I yeah. <laughs> the movie Hellraiser. Uh, yeah, that's what happened to him. He went in for a dental appointment uh, for a minor procedure or cleaning. I can't remember what. And um, it basically blew out a whole bunch of bacteria from the tooth that they were working on. He didn't know this. <clears throat> he got home, didn't feel well, called the um, for an ambulance. Two weeks later, wakes up from a coma and they were like, oh, my God, you're alive. Oh, jeez. Yeah, they didn't expect him to live. And uh, so he spent quite a lot of time in recovery. So I was afraid it was something like that. Um, <clears throat> anyway, the inside of my mouth is also swollen. <laughs> yeah, and that's and where... I, like, I can't like, uh, close my mouth. Can't I eat, can't right? open it all the way. But uh, the ENT person said, like, well, let's take a look in there. And she's poking around like, oh, I think I found a hole behind your molar. And oh, so. God. She sticks a suction tube uh, down inside my mouth, and the next thing is she's draining out all this blood. Oh, she oh. tries a different one. It's 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 pretty painful because the mouth is painful. But I'm just going like... for it. Just go for it. I just want this stupid thing down. Yeah, yeah. And so she, you know, that actually helped a lot. <clears throat> and she said I could. Um, See if I could work any of it out myself, which I did. I spent a half an hour squeezing this dang thing uh, through uh, my mouth, spitting out all this blood, uh, and then spitting out blood for the next oh, 12 hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> so how much longer do you have to go? I mean, has it gotten any better? Does it look any better? It looks better. Okay. Most of the bruises are gone. So It still, still hurts. I still can't eat it. So I'm still on the liquid diet because oh. it hurts to chew. Um, but, or if anytime I chew, I'll bite my cheek and then it gets the thing. worse it, again. Is it healed or is it no longer bleeding and filling in or? That's what they said at the hospital, but then it got oh. worse. So I wasn't sure what in the world was going on. Jeez. Okay. <clears throat> oh, shit. How about that? I mean, it's like everything was really going well for me, both at work. And with my <laughs> side project of, you know, doing voiceovers. I was going to say that. Uh, really you can't looking forward to going on vacation. So this was my vacation. I started oh. starting in the hospital and then recuperating at home. And it was just ugh, misery. And you I can't, can't even a take break. a snack. <laughs> 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 so I'm unsure and Activia and uh, oh, other liquid yogurt things. Well, what else are you going to do? You know, it's hard to, I mean, I can't even eat soup unless it's completely clear. Yeah. Because uh, you start chewing on those little things, and the next thing you know is you've made another hole in your cheek. 
Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. That is that is rough. Just when things are going well, too, right? It's like, not so fast. Sorry. Ain't it always yeah. the way? I was feeling really good and energetic, you know, waiting for the next part to kick in, which was, yeah. you know, like, all right, now that I'm feeling so good, now I can do the stupid exercises. Now I can do the better diet because I have something else to look forward to outside of eating crap. <laughs> yeah, you get these obstacles in your way so you could get around them, you know, so... You know, don't see it as anything negative that you got derailed. I'm feeling better. Good, good. I am. I'm feeling more. Um, the more it goes down, the better I feel. So that, um, you know, it's like, oh, good. I, I'm ready to get back on the treadmill again. Or not even treadmill, but good. I'm ready to get well, back on the road. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we know how you like to walk, and it's getting a little, well, it was getting nicer. One day it's nice, one day it's friggin' freezing outside. But at least maybe you get back outside again. A little therapeutic walk once in a while is always good. Yep. I couldn't even do it last week. I, I was out of breath crossing the room. Really? Yep. Because of, stairs. <laughs> because of the issue you having? Yeah, I guess so. Huh? Or just because just, it my benefits. body was just depleted. Man, oh man. <laughs> well, happy to hear. I guess you're on the incline now. Yep. I'll be back in the office on Thursday. And, oh. um,. <laughs> That's good. If it still looks really badly bruised, uh, my wife will put makeup on me. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't want to freak out anybody else and have to, and even have to deal with explaining the story twenty times from every single person that comes up and goes, "Oh, what happened? What happened? What happened?" Well, we had to do that two weeks ago. We had picture day, and um, I had this giant lump and bruise on the side. And so, picture you know, day at work. Wife, yeah, <clears throat> you know, somebody takes photographs. Um, and um, your day at work, huh? Well, if for anybody who signed up for it, uh, I mean, they should do that since uh, you know everybody has pictures of themselves for uh, whatchamacallit. Yeah, how many times do you see somebody? Yeah. Oh, that's you. I had no idea. Professional picture, <laughs> yeah, professional picture should be a, a thing for work. I've seen some folks have them on their LinkedIn pages. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a good point. Yeah, so I mean, I think that's a it's an interesting thing. You should take uh, more pride, you know. Your employees' individual brand and marketing. Yeah. That's an idea. Nobody does that. Nobody, mm-hmm. well, because how often do they focus on, uh, you know, an individual? Yeah, what you look like. Oh, you're in sales, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, I, uh, an individual, so I, I let you guys know about someone who left our company. Yes, you did. And I found out that's because they did not want to work at this company still. Which is interesting because I think this company is is pretty good. It's 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 up there, you know, as, as the best place to work. Where he went is up there for a it's it's a better place to work. I think it's higher up on the ladder as far as places to work are voted. Um, but the pay was less. Whoa! And also, apparently, they pay full benefits. <clears throat> and he doesn't have any kids, so that that piqued my attention when I heard that. Sure. Well, most full-time jobs in uh, cube nerd land do have benefits. Well, benefit, yeah, but not full paid. Oh. Yeah, fully paid <laughs> benefits. Wow. With my benefits, I just got I just got about five grand in bills in the mail yes. because you know for my daughter being born. Right. So I've got to pay all that. But imagine full medical benefit, full paid benefits. Wow. No deductible. Uh, that I don't know. I didn't get into that but kind of thing. But even so, my gosh, we're still dealing with hospital bills from September. Yeah. Would you would you take the pay cut for that? 
I guess so, right? Because I mean, it's, you're going to pay for it anyway. So. I think, though, the point is, is that does that new company the person went to, does that have any sort of a future? I think so, because I think they're very much getting by on their reputation, actually, recently, because it's be, it's really really being passed around, especially in our line of work, because it's the same type of company um, that is really getting attention from other employees, because it's apparently such a good place to work for. Well, I know they let you work remote. Yeah. And for someone like our uh, former friend. Um, he's well, he's still really... our friend. Our former, <laughs> friend. <laughs> <laughs> former co-worker, sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, he loves to work remote, um, yeah. especially if he can relocate somewhere near one of the Disney's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see that. <laughs> that yeah, so that that was really interesting to hear. Yeah, the pay being less because I could have gone to a company that probably was a better company, but the pay was less. I couldn't afford to to take that kind of a pay cut, no, even though I don't know if their you. stocks were pretty good. It all depends mm-hmm. on where you're going. You know, if you're going somewhere because it'll provide less stress and things along those lines, you know, it might be a better environment. Or if your current environment's on, you know, the edgy platform where it might not last. So if you go somewhere because it's less, sometimes it's better to get the jump and move on to something. Yeah, if you just need to get out. Yeah, if you need to get out because it's going to be better for several reasons. You know, either because you might be on the chopping block based, based on, you know, tenure or whatever it might be, or because, you know, you you, uh, you might not be happy there. You know, it, it might be a stressful environment. That's starting, to, that's starting to be very interesting to me because I'm, I'm a go-where-the-money-is kind of person. You know, I mean, and I, I tough it out like, and I think maybe we maybe we briefly talked about this, right? Maybe I talked about it on the last podcast where I'm like, I'm envious of people who are like, yeah, this ain't working out, so I'm going to quit and I'll just get another job. Like, man, that takes balls to do that. I, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, family or no family, I couldn't do that. I needed the, the steady income coming in and let me work around that to do something else. Um, I couldn't go to another company if it's another company, if it's a better company, <clears throat> just because it's a better company or if I'm not happy to take that kind of a pay cut. I know people can, like you I've did. I've done it. Both of you have. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I, I was so miserable at that uh, long-term job that it was just like, plus you sort of get a whiff of uh, coming failure sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a well-established company, but you sort of feel like the doors are coming off and it's uh, sort of barreling into no future. Well, that's so when true. I left the company that paid more, I left with all of my stock, which I cashed in, and then I left with all of my benefits, the 401k stuff, for instance, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it was bye-bye job, and then I took quite a pay cut for the next one. Well, but that, but know, that you didn't really have a choice if your company was going down anyway, right? Well, it didn't seem like it was. Okay, but you, so, but you saw uh, the writing. Sometimes on the wall. you you get the writing on the wall. You can see that management, when there's a rapid turnover in management, sometimes that means like somebody's not confident in somebody else. And you don't know who's taking golden parachutes out or who's, um, you know, uh, taking all the savings of the company out. Mm -hmm. So I was fortunate because within a year or so of when I had left, the stock that I'd uh, cashed in that was actually worth a pretty penny. Um, had gone down on the Dow Jones to uh, less than two dollars a share. Oh, really? 
See, and that's... when I quit the second job to go to my current one, <laughs> same thing with them. It's just you sort of get an idea of jobs that are, um, I don't know, bulletproof. Yeah. Jobs with you can tell like the technology is going to change. Mm-hmm. And if you don't change with it, you are in serious trouble. Right. So I'm, I'm talking about like bookstores. Yeah. And um, who works at Blockbuster now? They even closed the one in Alaska, by the way. I heard. Isn't there one? Isn't there? Oh, no, that's right. The last one that was. Was it Alaska? I thought it was Australia. Australia? Uh, yeah. No, Alaska I, was the last one I knew of. Oh, okay. In the U.S. I know, but. Oh, and then. Yeah. But yeah, I know they closed the last one, which is. Well, I mean, I guess not crazy because who does <laughs> that anymore? I, I had a garage sale over the weekend. I was selling DVDs for a dollar. DVDs for a dollar, Blu-rays and box did, sets did for, for two dollars. Sold a shitload. Did you really? Oh yeah, they're they're the, every year they're a hottest they're a hottest seller. Yeah. DVDs, yeah. A lot of people are not on the streaming game yet, so they come in and they yeah, buy a but... whole bunch wrestling DVDs specifically too, because those you can't really get anywhere. <laughs> a lot of wrestling DVDs, Wait, big sellers at garage sale. I'm talking about DVD, sale. Blu-ray. I'm talking about DVDs. I didn't think anybody would still have you know at this point like even bother with DVDs anymore. Yeah, you know. And Blu-rays I was selling for $2 and box sets for $2. They're big-time sellers. I don't know if maybe people buy them and they just flip them online for $5. Who knows? But, yeah, that's why I think, too, like I said, wrestling DVDs. I mean, plus wrestling fans are like diehards. When they see wrestling DVDs, they want them. Um, but also wrestling DVDs aren't streaming as much as movies, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, but but movies sell. A guy, a guy bought my box set of Firefly. Firefly you can get literally anywhere. It's on Facebook for free every episode. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy, this guy bought it. I don't know. Some people like to own the movies as yeah. opposed to rent them. You know, it's like, oh, I can see whatever I want on Netflix. Anybody, do. <laughs> yeah, anybody got time for that anymore. I don't even know where my DVD player is. <laughs> and I well, the problem is, is that Netflix drops movies. They get new ones, but then they drop them. Yeah, that's true. So, that's true. You, know. but you can still get them anywhere between iTunes and, and YouTube and... Uh, you know, just streaming. It's, it's a lot of stuff is out there anyway. Yeah, um, the what the we're talking about? Oh, companies, stable companies. <laughs> yeah. Stable companies. Yeah. What's your future it, like in your business? The the company that I, the company that I could I could have gone for. Well, I'll tell you, it was a division of Amazon. But mm-hmm. the pay with overtime and with the sign on bonus would have like just added up to my base pay now. And it's in the city. Yes, so that's right. If I could have worked from home, that would have been better. But traveling to the city would have been rough. But again, I mean, is it worth it to go work for Amazon? Obviously, Amazon's not going anywhere. It's a division of Amazon that I think is pretty popular and and a product that I use and really enjoy. But I couldn't I couldn't go be, even though I hate what I do. I couldn't go because I couldn't afford the pay cut. Yeah, but what would you be doing? I'd still be, you know, I'd still be doing support. That's true. It'd still be support, but you know what? It probably would. I mean, but it would be a support on a product I believed in, and a product I use myself, and something I'd be interested in. Yeah. Which, which would I think make me put more emphasis behind what I'm doing? Or would you lose your interest in that, in that product, product because now you support it and you see what a big piece of shit it is and the support and all this? That's interesting, but but I don't know how much. All right, it, it was comicsology. Um, how much do you think? I mean, do you call up support for Comicsology because something's not working? No, actually, I don't think they. Ha- I think I think phone support was actually not even a part of it. It was phone support was very little part of the job. Mm-hmm. 
It was mostly, I guess, email and online support because obviously you would. Replicating fucking tickets. Yeah, but replicating issues. Or what am I doing? Going through Comicsology and bringing up a book, and but that's what I'm saying. But it works on an iPhone. It doesn't work on an Android. I, I don't know. I, I feel you know, like I feel like. And that's, see, that's, but to me, I feel like it's interesting. The issues to that are interesting because I'm interested in the product. Again, it sounded like something that was great because that's where my expertise is, is in customer service. It's the only experience I have for the last 15 years, so what else can I do anywhere else? So at least let me do customer service on a product that I enjoy and believe in. And for a company that's the biggest company in the world almost, but they weren't going to pay me enough. Mm-hmm. So I put my individual like like my my happiness aside i guess for money and that's i mean other people can't other people are you know they're okay with bypassing that me i don't know it depends on how much of a hit and it depends whether you can do that at this stage in your life too yeah you know if you if if it makes you feel any better um i've heard that it's rather stressful working for amazon I heard it's not so great. Yeah, I heard like the medium in the median income is actually very small. Like the higher ups make a ton of money, and then the lowers make a little money. Yep, one of our um, people at um, our office uh, left to go um, work for Amazon. Yeah, and so don't hear back from him too much. But um, no, still works there though. I believe. I believe so. Yeah. I mean, again, it's it's Amazon. If you get stocks, shit, stocks are pretty happening. That was the whole to... reason to work for Amazon back in the day. Yeah, that's stock options. I wonder if that. I mean, that would be part of it now. I, I, I don't know. I wonder. I wonder where that stems from. I mean, my dad. My, my dad loves doing what he did. Um, so, but I mean, he did it at all times, no matter what. He was just a hard worker. Just to make that money, but he loved yeah. doing what he do. I wonder. I mean, if it comes from that, where I just, I don't know. Very, very money driven. What What do they call it? not money driven? Yeah, fi- that, financially driven. Yeah, because you said he liked what he did, though. Yeah, that's a thing. But may I hate what I do and and still financially driven. Yeah, so you're the opposite of him. Well, here's, yeah, here's yes. an idea. But he did the same thing the whole time I've been alive. He well, never, he never, oh, uh, yeah, I mean, even though he liked it, that's, I mean, yeah, he liked it, and he did it for the money. I would think, I, I, I guess I went one way and not the other, where I do it for the money, but I don't do what I like for the money. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Here's an idea. Maybe one of the tens of listeners out there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> might anyway, we're we're almost at a thousand downloads. It's, uh... <laughs> So if anybody out there works for uh, Amazon or, um, uh, let's see, any other large company that's got a very big online imprint, um, and it's a cube farm, why don't you check in with us and let us know what your experiences are like and um, whether the stress levels and monetary reimbursements um, make up or make for a fun job or a job with a good future uh, and yeah. uh what's what's the address uh the email address they should write to uh i wouldn't say don't even do the email address i'd say send us a well you could send us a, a tweet or an email an email for something lengthy but you could tweet us at cube nerds at cube underscore nerds on twitter so i'm because twitter is not overly active right now i mean i post stuff on twitter all the time but it's not really a lot of unique stuff 
Facebook has unique stuff. Instagram has unique stuff. Twitter really just has what's posted from Instagram. Um, but yeah, because but Twitter's a great way to interact with folks. So I know I'm definitely interested in that. I'm definitely interested in hearing folks. You know what? Like what drives you? Are you happiness driven? Are you financially driven? If you work for a big company, are you happy? Or are you just there for the money and the stability? That's it's very very interesting topic to me. I agree. And now I guess to, to transition to, which is the other topic that I mentioned to talk about, I saw something a long time ago that Mark Cuban mentioned the what's coming up for, like what, what does the future hold and is your job safe from the future? Yes. Do you think, I mean, we all, we all do customer service, mm-hmm. but he, he, everything is going to be automated. That's why he says kind of liberal arts yeah, I brought up Mark Cuban sees greater demand for liberal arts majors in the future because robots can't do that kind of stuff. But from a customer service standpoint, let's let's talk about our specific jobs. From a customer service standpoint, do you think our jobs can be automated? Partly. Yeah, partly. For t- to some extent, yes. You can go ahead and search for answers to, you know, FAQs. You know, they'll be able to solve some problems, but yeah, eventually you hit a roadblock, and and you can't because it's too specific, too unique. And you know, in our role, it's more so you gotta kind of go through recreating that issue and getting it over to development to go ahead and address it. So, you know, I think there's there's need for human intervention still for this. I would agree. But, but now, do you think like what there'll just be less of a need for? <laughs> humans so there'll be less customer service jobs because there'll be more of a focus on FAQs and stuff like that? I think it's probably already happening now. You think so? Yep. Okay, because I know our our company has like an online community where folks can discuss Mm -hmm. issues and and, then talk about different problems they've come across and stuff like that. Think about how many errors or problems that you that never come our way because of it. Because of the, um, the knowledge base and things like this. You know, if they can find the answers themselves, you know, you probably are a good couple of them that never come our way because they are doing that. Hmm. Interesting. So less, uh, less cases means less need for support staff. So right now we're staffed probably to meet with the demands based off of the fact that we have those six plays. I don't know what more you can add that can still limit those need those calls more than, you know, right, what we have now, like FAQs, like I said, and then and uh, the knowledge base and things like that. I don't know. Is there something else out there that would be more intuitive that could be able to, you know, address your issues without having somebody hear you out? Yeah. Again, you get to the law of diminishing returns. If it's a very specific question, that's off the mm-hmm. <clears throat> off to the side. Yeah. So that's the case. Another I- thing I've noticed is that, um, you know, I contacted software support for a particular company once. And uh, it was a chat, and um, I could tell that they were just uh, feeding in generic lines of like, "I'm sorry to hear that." Um, you know, uh, I hope your day is going well. That kind of thing. Now that mm-hmm. might have been because they have uh, uh, people with uh, a heavy accent, and this gives them a way to quickly answer a question without um, having somebody like, "I want to speak with somebody from the no. states." You know. Mm-hmm. Or some obnoxious statement like that. <laughs> but uh, another thing that I noticed, and here, here's, have you guys seen this? <clears throat> Cold calling. You you, um, you answer the phone, 
and a voice says, hi, I'd like to talk to you about this survey I'd like to take, but I'm sorry, I don't have time for it. I know, me neither. It's uh, it's always a hassle trying to finish these and find the time. Am I right? And um, what you do is you say, like, just tell me you're not a robot. <laughs> oh, I understand your problems. Uh, and you're like, and it's 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 basically a cold call, as if it was a real person talking. Really? Yes. You oh. can't tell that it's a robot. So, but when you go that's off, just, that's grid, just devious. It can't keep up with you. Like, just tell me you're not a robot, and it won't tell you that because yeah. it's not programmed to answer that question. <laughs> that's pretty. It just laughs at you. Yeah, and just uh, you know, like chuckles with you, that kind of thing. It's horrifying. Yeah, it's wow, that sounds horrifying. like it. So there are some places where real humans are still needed. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like otherwise, you're going to lose business. <clears throat> yeah, this is an article from actually the article's from Forbes in 2017, but I think okay. he did this, this a keynote maybe in 2000 in September of 2016. Where he mentioned that, yeah, liberal arts is the future of jobs. So free thinkers who excel in liberal arts will be in high demand. Hume believes that the amount of change we'll see for jobs in the next five or ten years will dwarf what we've observed in the past 30 years. And that is as artificial intelligence and machine learning take center stage, there will be a greater need for expertise in subjects such as English, philosophy, and foreign languages. Mm. So, according to his forecast, some of today's most in-demand skills, such as writing software, will eventually be taken over by automation, and skills like communication and critical thinking will become more important. So, I think that, I mean, part of that, yeah, is definitely communication. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I don't know, because I know, like, we have a knowledge base where people can search certain things, but I know most of the time we can't even use it because we're not putting in the right search terms and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So, yep. you can't even bring up the, the question or the answer you're looking for. So I, that's why that's why I find like customer service is an interesting topic as far as if it's okay in the future or not. I see. So where where is the line between, for customer service anyway, between automation and human interaction? Anyone? <laughs> well, if they're paying um, some sort of a monthly fee or yearly fee for it, then you're more or less entitled to human interaction. As opposed to um, a link to an FAQ or even a chat. You think you'd have to pay extra for <clears throat> interaction? Yeah, pay those salaries. Uh, yeah. Plus, you are, you know, working with a human. Meaning yeah. that uh, there is somebody who now has to look things up for you if they don't know it off the top of their head. And that's. They're doing the work rather than you browsing through pages of FAQs. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. A lot of people just aren't going to want to do that, period. Or some people just either A, don't know how to do that, or B, don't want to do that, and just rather call up and talk to somebody, ask them a question, and get the answer. Yep. You know, me, I'd rather go ahead and look it up and not even deal with anyone. <laughs> you know, antisocial as I am. I'd rather... Yeah, I guess a lot of that, too, is, is personal preference as far as things. Just like what I mentioned um what I mentioned before about I'm financially driven, other folks aren't. But I, I guess when I'm when I'm making a phone call, I rather skip all the automated bullshit and get right to somebody to, to get it out of the way. I agree. And I even have a great example. 
my wife and I just booked a trip to England. Really? And we were on the website um, for uh, was it Costco Travel. Mm-hmm. Since she's a member of the um, Costco. And um, so we're looking through all of these options and just trying to make them all work out together at the same time. You know, flights and hotels. You know, mm-hmm. and um, just... You know, being frustrated of like, well, if we choose this date range, this hotel is no extra fee, but then the flight goes up by a gazillion dollars or something um, and uh, that kind of thing. So my wife decided just to call and she was thrilled because the guy uh, basically made all three work out with the best deals that he could. And we booked right there. <laughs> and uh, and uh- that and was I was better. Sort of human so intervention. human interaction was better. Interaction. Yes. Huh. I mean, eh, it's. I guess you don't know until it's too late. Like, can you think of anything that has transitioned more to automation that used to be human driven? Oh, that's a good question. Um. I was funny in a uh, lot of factory jobs. Have you ever seen Demolition Man? Yes, a long time ago. Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Awesome movie. Um, but in the beginning, and I know my... It's, it's funny, I don't know why I remember this so much, but my dad always found this comical. In the beginning, when they first go to the police station, you know, the new San Angeles police station, Rob Schneider is working the desk, and he's <laughs> actually answering phone calls from people calling in. And he says, if you prefer an automated response, press 1 now. Like him actually saying it because they need jobs for police because there's no crime. Him actually saying it rather than it being an automated response on people calling in. That's like instead of it going from automated to human, it's going from human to automated. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's the kind of thing, I guess, if, if it's needed. But, is you know, I don't know. I guess, like I said, I guess you don't know until it happens. Picture jobs like cashiers. You know, how many times you go to a Walmart now and you go ahead and you check yourself out? Because yeah. it's like, I only got a handful of things, but I'm not going to wait in the line to have somebody do it. Yeah. I'm not going to do one, two, three. And that's a, that's a rough thing because I know at my Walmart they put in automated cashiers and actually just put in more um, self-checkouts in the shop right by me. Mm-hmm. And people hate that because you're taking jobs away from folks, uh, which is true, which is a bummer. But, I mean, you know, uh what do, you, what do you want me to tell you? Yeah. <laughs> it all depends on how many things you have. You That's what it is. If I've got a full cart, I yeah. would. I think my wife is more of a go to the self-checkout. But, yeah, if it's a full cart, I'm usually more yeah. of a go to the, the, the account, Same you know, the, the register. Somewhere like Home Depot and stuff like that. Yeah, if I've got, like, a bag of screws, I'm going to just go I to couldn't even tight, Yeah, one. I couldn't even tell you the last time I went to an actual checkout, I think, at a Home Depot. Yeah, it depends on how big, how yeah, big, how big your order is, yeah. But also, too, I mean, what is there? Usually 12 lanes, and only two of them are open at any given time anyway. Yeah. Before self-checkouts. <laughs> but that's because of self-checkout. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, I don't know. I guess you just got to adapt with the times. You always do. You always got to look. There's something uh, Gary Vee talks about all the time, is that somebody is going to put you out of business. They're always trying to. Yes. So you always have to adapt and plan ahead for what's coming next. So that you can either adapt to it or you can change it. And but I mean, for right now, yeah, I don't think our jobs are going anywhere. Um, but you know, you never know. Something to keep in mind, like we talk about big companies. Is, is the big company going to go somewhere? Do you need that job stability with the company? 
I don't know. Interesting. And we've also got outsourcing to worry yeah. about. Well, outsourcing is an entirely different story. <clears throat> job is as far as human interaction. The, the the job is still being done by a person. That's true. Just, uh, just at a much cheaper cost. But it still so, means you might lose your own job. Yeah. <clears throat> because of it. Have a job either. I guess so. It'll be so. even cheaper to just have an automated machine to go ahead and uh, address yeah. those issues. But it all depends on what the issues are and what you know whether or not it can be done be by something automated or if you still need you know that human you know intervention in there. Yeah. So, all right. So let's uh, let's start winding down here. Okay. Uh, and talk about you know the other stuff that's always on our mind. Saw Endgame. Oh. <laughs> it was phenomenal. Spoiler free. I'm not going to do a review or anything. Maybe we'll do a water cooler <laughs> review or something. Like that. I don't even think there needs to, because I'm pretty sure everybody saw it. It was a handful amazing. of people. I haven't seen it. Yeah, well, you're also not diehard into the the Marvel universe. We know, I know two other people now that haven't seen it. Out. <laughs> what? I've also been sick since it came out. Yeah. yeah my sons have watched it. Uh, my uh, sister-in-law has seen it, but uh, just have probably about everybody else. What? Have they seen them all? Have they been following all the movies all along? Yeah. Yeah. That's where it packs the most punch. Uh, A guy we work with has seen it twice already. It's only been out for three days, four days. Yeah, I I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, too, I'll tell you what else. Cobra Kai, season two. (laughs) Unbelievable. Cobra Kai, season one was like, it blew people away at how good it was because no one expected it to be so good. And season one was fantastic. Season two... Just as awesome. The season finale, batshit crazy. What uh, what is that on? Uh, YouTube Red. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but which I don't have. you can I don't I don't have it either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> which it, it is available in other other parts of the universe. But yeah, go find it. You can watch the first episode of both seasons for free online. And get a feel for for how it is, but yeah, it's uh, it's great. I, I'd say there's so many people I read about it because you can get you can get YouTube Red for I think the first month is free, so it might be worth signing up just to binge watch this show. It's ten episodes and only a half an hour piece. You, I banged it out in two days. There's stuff I pay for that I haven't gotten a chance to watch yet. So, and you know what? They're probably not as good as Cobra and that's Kai. The thing, me tracking stuff down, it's just it's it's who has the time. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, that's a whole different story too. <laughs> Anything you're watching uh, new there? Know it all employee? I'm watching The Man in the High Castle. Uh, I've almost finished catching up with it. Um, yes, because my wife wanted to watch it with me. So that um, <coughs> it is actually quite good. A little chilly. They've, they've got so many details in it. And uh, some of the CGI's, just the number of swastikas and things is just incredible. <laughs> You know, and I'd like <laughs> not all of it's CGI though, so I'm wondering what uh, people walking through the city are like. Uh, what, yeah, right. Where are all these Nazis and <laughs> Japanese well, soldiers coming from? They might just think it's a regular day. <laughs> in British Columbia. There you go. Yeah. Which is where they filmed it. So we're <laughs> still really enjoying that. I haven't really watched that much else outside of um, uh, stuff on uh, Netflix or. Uh, Hulu, that kind of thing. I did watch um, the rest of uh, the Orville. 
So the season finale just aired last week. Aha. Uh-huh. And uh, the, I heard the episodes really kept getting better and better and better. Yeah, I heard it was good. I mean, the last episode, plot a little thin, meaning or a little predictable, perhaps. But uh-huh. gosh, did it look good. The uh, action scenes were like, wow. You know, if this was on TV when Star Wars came out, nobody would go to see Star Wars. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, Great it holds up the... still because of the nostalgia of it. But, yeah, imagine the shit they could do. And that's on TV, right? The TV budget. Yeah. That's oh, right. well, how about, I mean, I guess we won't spoil it because this is going to go up tomorrow. Maybe some folks have seen it, but I don't want to, you know how I am with spoilers. I don't want to spoil anything. But Game of Thrones this weekend was bad shit crazy. Yeah. A lot of people complaining about how dark it was. But you know Which what? it was. I actually, I turned the lights off in the room. I was watching it in because I couldn't see shit, but it, was, it wasn't bad stuff. Well, I think that's the whole purpose. You it know? was. Maybe it was more immersive that way. The cinematographer you know? said that. He goes, it yeah. was dark. It was that dark on purpose. Yeah. I felt like, holy crap, I can't see what the hell's in front of you. But it's like, shit, that's kind of what you want to feel when you're, you know, yeah. like, trying to feel for the characters in that same situation. You know, yeah. It's like, oh shit, you know, you really can't see. It's like anything could come right up at you. Yeah, and it was it was an hour and a half of chaos. It was probably the most chaotic episode I've ever seen on mm-hmm. TV. It was just nonstop. The whole episode was was a war. It Winter was came. Yeah, it was wild. I can definitely see why people say the ending was a little anticlimactic, but it was almost like it was like a movie. Yeah. It was an hour and a half and it was a movie. And you know, so there you go. You got your your I mean, yeah, I guess what else do you want? Yeah, you weren't going to have this type of episode. I mean, it was, it was already like what, 80 and 90 minutes, right? So yeah. it was already longer as it is, and you were going to have it stop at a certain point and continue on next week. You had to wrap it up. So yeah. right off the bat, you, you dove right into it right from the beginning, and it was nonstop the whole time. Definitely. No, enjoyed it. Absolutely. Sounds All right, anything good. else you wanna, we want to touch on this week? Um, any new podcast anybody's listening to? No, no, no. <laughs> Still catching up on my old ones. Same here, especially. Yeah. Uh, I do most of my podcast listening in the car, and uh, I haven't Absolutely. been anywhere in the last <laughs> week. So, <laughs> yeah. backing up. Like I said, when I was on paternity leave, I was about a month behind on podcasts. I didn't even know who I was anymore. Well, I, like I missed out on everything. Yeah, the only thing for me are more uh, the the. Um, the podcast for Game of Thrones. Those are back now because of the show being back. Yeah. So the recap ones. But aside from that, nothing else. Yep. Same old, same old. I All have right. Well, recommendation to. Um, oh, I'm I'm sorry. I, no, it's uh, okay. I had a recommendation to listen to the podcast called Disgraceland, uh, which is about the untimely death of uh, rock and roll stars, <laughs> and um, or bad deaths. And I just wanted to put in a correction from a podcast from a couple of weeks ago where I said that Harlan Ellison had helped to paint the George Washington Bridge. I was incorrect. It was the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh. Ah. There you go. And for fans of Harlan Ellison, his uh, documentary called Dreams with Sharp Teeth is now being picked up by Amazon Prime. Go see it. Okay. Dreams with Sharp Teeth or sharp teeth? Sharp. Sharp teeth. Okay. Huh. Maybe. I, I, I gave you a copy of the DVD a few years ago. Uh, <laughs> On the documentary? Yes. Not both of us. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Anyway, I, I think remember. casual employer. <laughs> you don't remember? I don't, I don't remember. remember. You don't remember? I don't yeah. remember it. I don't remember it. You don't remember it? 
You don't remember me going on and on and on and on about it. Okay. All right. You've gone on and on about uh, Harlan a couple times. Yeah, I know. We can't keep up with all that. It's hard to keep track. We just have have to go over your house and watch it. (laughs) That sounds fine. Harlan night at uh, at your place. All right. So, um, all right. So I think we'll wrap it up for now. So, yeah, folks, let us know about your jobs and, you know, the stress you go through or what drives you. Yeah, hit us up on Twitter. DM on Instagram, or, or you know what? Go to the Cube Nerds Unite Facebook group. Cube okay, Nerds Unite yeah. Facebook group. That's absolutely that's absolutely what I want to continue to build on is the Facebook group where folks can come in and talk and build up the community, which is what I wanted Cube Nerds to really be to begin with. So yeah, go to the Cube Nerds Unite Facebook group and tell us all about yourself. That sounds good. And hey, let us know if you'd like us to um, have any uh, guest people. Now, maybe yeah. not guest stars, but um, just people from uh, different um, walks of life, or um, well, I think we do. Um, I, I've got a few people in mind that are just a matter of bringing them on and seeing how it I goes. Do too. I'd be interested to hear that myself. Fantastic. All righty, gentlemen. Until uh, until next time, let's uh, let's have a word from our sponsor, and then I'll wrap things up. All right. See you later. All right. Bye for now. So there you have it. There we are. We talked a little bit about uh, the future and what we think the future holds. And again, it's a real interesting topic to me talking about, you know, happiness over over finances. So yeah, let, let us know what you think. Send us an email at cubenerds at gmail.com or like I mentioned, tweet us cube underscore nerds on Twitter and let us know about your job. Let us know, would you take the happiness over the pay or or vice versa or let us know what you currently do. And also, too, like I mentioned again, be sure to go on Facebook and check out the Cube Nerds Unite Facebook group, where we can build a community of face- Facebook or build the community of Cube Nerds, and everybody can talk about their day, talk about what you currently do, your future, how you feel about things, and because I'm definitely interested between you know money and happiness, you know, does money equal happiness? I don't know. For some people, it does. Some people, it doesn't. Very interesting topic. So, get on Facebook and talk about it. All right, folks. That's it. You know all the social media stuff. Cube Nerds on Instagram. Cube Nerds on Facebook. Cube Nerds on LinkedIn. Cube underscore Nerds on Twitter. CubeNerds.com. So if you're on your way into the office, I hope you have a good day. And if you're already done, I hope you had a good day. And I hope your tomorrow is better than today.